Juice, what, what it do? do? Man, can't call it. <laughs> yes, sir. Another episode. We are on 79, Juice. Episode 79. Okay. Yeah, dog, 79. We just keep cranking them out, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It don't feel like 79. No, I really episodes. don't. Um, goes by very quick, so yeah, we'll go Just ahead like and get started. Season. <laughs> yeah, um, this quick this season, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but it definitely definitely went by very quick, Wait, yeah. Um, and you know, I'm kind of not happy it's over, but I kind of am. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely up and down, up and down. Yeah. So let's get this thing started, Juice. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to Talking Sauce, where we get big sauce, talk college football, mainly Florida Gators. I'm your host, Tim. Always joining me is my co-host, Juice. How y'all doing, good people? And Juice, tonight... Yes, sir. If this is your first time joining us as well, we always like to have a beverage. Uh, Sometimes we drink water. It just depends on how the week is going. (laughs) So tonight, I'm actually on... Some tangerine juice, okay. Rum, a uh, little lime, a uh, little lime sparkling water, and yeah. So, okay. cheers, 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 everybody. Let us know what you're drinking on in the chat down there. You guys are drinking on anything tonight, so cheers to you guys. Mm. Some good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff up here. All right, man. Oh, man. Well, it's time. <laughs> yeah. Florida it's Gators. Gonna get to Black it. Friday played FSU. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about this right now. In the season, six and six. So yeah, Juice. Um I mean, let's 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 just let's just kind of your overall, you know, how you felt during the game, like what was your what was your mood? Like were you up, were you down, you just kind of mellowed out? How were you feeling? I was glad I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> glad you were sick. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. My energy. Um so I was actually and I I'm be honest with you, it was kind of weird anyway. Cause I was like, man, something weird is about to happen. I was like yeah, we're about to lose this game because it, it was crazy. Somehow I just ended up getting sick on some fluke. Sh- I don't know how, but I was like, man, this is just weird. I said, watch it. In the first matter of fact, I'm going to tell you how I definitely in what really showed improve. And the very first drive, I said, if Florida, they did good on the very first two downs. I said, if they don't stop him. On this third down, I said it's gonna be a long game. And what happened? Sure enough, sure enough, crap stink. What happened? He gets a first down. Yeah. I said, what well, it is? Yeah, the same inconsistencies for the defense that we saw. You know, it's it's been we all watched the game. It's been up and down, up and down. You get a week where, and and it's the same side for the other ball, or the other side of the ball in the offense because. You get a week where the defense say, okay, wow, they're actually getting a few stops here. You mm-hmm. know, you, we offense been playing solid, and then the offense can't do shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's, it, it was just a game of up and downs. Um, you know, you there were some plays to get excited for, and then there was some, a lot of plays where you're just like, what are we doing? 
Um, and, you know, <clears throat> it, it was very interesting to see this game for the simple fact Florida only ran the ball, what, uh, uh, ran the ball 46 times. Uh, I do like, I think they should have given ETN a little bit more carries than 17. Everybody um, should have had more carries. Agreed. Um, Anthony Richardson having 10 is criminal. Nope. Um, more. He was nine for 27, 198 yards. So why would you touchdowns, throw? one interception? Hold on. Now, I mean, because anything could be plethora of reasons why this could happen. But at what point do you sit here and say, ah, I might need to just start running the ball a little bit? Because look at just say that again. What nine for what? 27. Now, I, I'm not a mathematician. But I know one thing, too. I ain't the dumbest person either. But I know them numbers ain't, ain't good. So at what mm. point do you sit here and say, man, bro, we got to. Okay. Billy, you cannot let. There's no. Why you can't run the ball? Why? Just why did you not run all season? I, I matter of fact, Anthony Rich, Anthony Richardson should probably have only thrown the ball maybe 150 times the whole year. He should have just been running. So why? Why? I just want to know why we didn't run the ball. That's what I want Billy to answer. I'm sorry. Why? <clears throat> Yeah, and that was, you know, that's the main key for me. When you when you just go back and look at Florida, one of the best rushing teams in college football uh, by yards per carry, how many yards they average. But when you start to look at the number of carries that and you start to compare against all the other college football teams, very low in actual total carries overall. They're ranked in all the other run categories. They're normally pretty high, top 10 out of 131 teams. But when you go look at the carries – per game, uh, it actually falls down to about 40s. So um, it, it's, a, it's very interesting, you know, for me, the pace. Um, you know, that's one thing I think when Florida plays with a little pace, and I know all year it was kind of like kind of a little bit slow, but there's some games where you can go look at when the offense to me, in, in my opinion, when it was clicking, the pace – and the flow, the tempo of the game was a little bit. Um, yeah, that's typically those games when they went. And then also just we went through and looked at any time. What was it? Any time AR throws more than 25 <laughs> times. Then Somebody, they caught an L. You said this. He said this crap is rigged. Because we could. Okay. You just said it. We clearly sit here and said if he throws more than 20 some times, we lose. So at, at what point? Somebody on the staff, why? <laughs> why is he throwing 20 sometimes if you know that that doesn't work? I, I, that's the, that's my biggest question. Well, I got, I got a lot, but that, it, you know what? This hurt my feelings now. I never even thought about it until this show right now. And now my feelings are hurt because that, there's no excuse. Like, I don't care if you're a first-year head coach or you in there for 20 years. Man, a high school coach know better than this. 
Well, and and I think to like I said to I mean I I do want to say to his credit with with Billy. I, the thing is, is he's coming. This is his first year, so he's coming into a different situation. He's playing against better schemers all around. Because, um, I mean, I, I think this is a coach. This is what we get. This is why it takes time because you have to give him three to four years to get his players in. And also, again, he has to learn who the last regime had. Right. He's still, from my perspective, Anthony Richardson and this offense, I just don't think it it melds together. It's just it's just not the right fit for him. And so he's still trying to figure out how can we get him comfortable? What are the plays uh, to get him comfortable? So I think that this is a learning opportunity because, um, you know, I, I, I just don't I think that his scheme typically is more run heavy. Um, than what he what he has done here, but like I said, I think he was just, um, I think he was just trying something his first year. That's my opinion. You were um, trying to lose, because <laughs> uh, like there's no logical explanation to why you're not running the ball. Like like you said, I understand first year head coach, you gonna make mistakes. I'm not. This is that's coach. This come on, dude. This, that ain't a mistake you should be making when you already that's your bread and butter if anything on a of a identity that you did that you do have you knew that you could run the ball yeah so like you said i could understand trying something but you only gonna try it it doesn't take long to see that it's it's not it's not working so i need to go back like, like i said you were trying to lose the game because what we're, I'm I still believing Billy, but what I'm saying, this coach, something gotta, something gotta happen. Something has to change because the play caller, if he has all his players, yeah, that could work. And yes, this is Dan Mullen's team or whatever. This is coaching though, because he's the one that could call that play call. We can sit here, if we can sit here and figure this out, that if he throws more than twenty sometimes, we lose. At what point do you need to start changing? That's yeah. just, and that's where, like I said, man, these first year head coaches sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes what they do is 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 mind boggling. Um, you know, it, it it's very interesting. We do have. I, I'm gonna go to the chat here real quick because we got a few people in the chat, and we'll get to this real quick. Um. But yeah, I, I real quick too before I do this juice, you know, some of the games, I, I just I, I know we're talking about offense a lot heavy and we're not talking about defense, but what we're what we're saying is not we're not blaming the offense and like all this stuff, but what we yeah. are saying that there was points left, there was yards and points left out on the field. It, when you run the ball 21 times against Vanderbilt, who's ranked who was at the time ranked the 90th team. <laughs> in uh, rush defense, I mean, I, I, and you're one of the best teams in college football, and then you let your quarterback throw for 40 plus time, 40, 42 times. <laughs> I, you know, that to me is very interesting. Um, yeah, so let's get to this chat here real quick. And what do you, you know, you guys are uh, doing a good job in this chat. We got Chris Sorley here. What up, dude? How you doing, man? How you doing, brother? Everything's all good. He says, need some Hartman and Lovett injections for them Florida boys. <laughs> yeah, 
We need some. A lot of in horn go Gators. We Gator fans are hoping for a positive outcome, the upcoming bowl game. It's gonna be a good one. Troy, what it do, man? He says, "How's it going, fellas? Six and six. Oof. <laughs> Been an up and down season after South Carolina game. Thought it was eight and four. Definitely achievable. Seven and five. With a win over Vandy would have been acceptable. Six and six is disappointing. Yeah. Yep. Um, Rob says, after these two weeks, where's my five star recruit? Recruiting is the only thing saving this coach. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you got to, you know, recruiting never stops. And this is a league, and we're going to talk about this very soon, but this is a league where you, you have to the best guys, the most talented players. And if you don't, then, hey, eight to ten wins is where you're going to be. <laughs> We've seen coaches who do get some of the best talent and still don't win championships. So mm. what's the, what do you think going to happen if you don't get the best talent? <laughs> All right. Time for some truth from Q. Q says, Billy Grade is a got F. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Q. Uh, Troy says, hated the losses to Vandy, LSU, Kentucky, and FSU. Love the wins against Utah, Missouri, Texas, and and South Carolina. Yeah, that was an interesting thought me and Juice had. Uh, for me, the the um, the losses to – and I'm basing this off on what I saw during the season. So the losses to LSU and FSU, um, those to me, you know, I feel like they were kind of toss-ups in my category. Um, I had them leaning more towards wins because I had them eight and five um, or eight and four. And, um, yeah, the the loss to Kentucky and Vandy is just – that's tough. <laughs> I know, like I said, we've seen worse losses um, from, you know, other first-year head coaches. But, man, Vandy hadn't beaten you at home since 1988, so – you had a three year a three year streak against FSU, and so it's just tough. Yeah, tough and game. I mean now, don't get it twisted. Like the FSU game, I, that that one hurts because it's a rival game, like really a rival game more than all of them this year. But because they definitely, it was some calls that were definitely missed. Uh, God, but, oh man. That's a whole. We can have a whole show about that. About that, yeah. <laughs> so, but that's again. That's why I don't like to leave it into refs' hands. But again, play calling would have changed that. Just run the ball. We wouldn't. Have, and that's something they couldn't do. They couldn't stop the run. What was, uh, anyway, that ain't what I came over here about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was, like you said, it was the Vandy and the Kentucky loss, but I really wasn't too ecstatic with the Texas A&M win because you got to think about that one. They had basically the whole, their whole first string on both sides and we still struggled. So that kind of already let me know where we were. And they were already a bad team before that, before before those guys. Um, And so, yeah, like, just like you said, coming into that game, they had everybody out and, um, you know, they're already struggling and Jimbo Fisher, you know, everybody's talking about him. And like you said, it was a little bit closer than definitely we wanted it. that Kentucky game. I mean, it's just I, I just don't see how you lose to that team. Um, I think you probably could have ran the ball just the whole game. Right. One. Every one you know. of those losses, what you just said, we could have done. I guarantee we would have won. All right. Kenny Roberts says, what's up, fellas? Glad to see you guys. Can't. 
see you guys can't look or i guess uh looking forward to hearing your response on the game <laughs> and the season thank you kenny appreciate yes, sir. that how you doing brother yeah, Troy says complete failure coming out of the second half on offense versus FSU. Offense online was winning. Got off front, first half come out and called two design runs, plays, and yeah, three drives. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think I tweeted, I had tweeted out, I forget what the response was. I uh you guys don't follow us over on Twitter, hit us up on talking sauce over on Twitter. But um during that game. I know his brother, we seen his brother tweeting, uh, ETN's brother. He was actually tweeting, you know, uh, just saying, he said, run the damn ball. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> And so, you know, it, it's something that I just said, please give seven the ball, 15 plus carries tonight. And that was just like towards the beginning of the game. So he had 17, but I mean, I like, he was running very well. I would give him, he should have had about 20, 25, honestly. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I digress. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh cj what's up dude ar was scared to run after he got shook up early yeah that's a consistent you know that's something we see consistent way AR as far as in just it seems like God, a few yes. games a year he got up limping and on a run and stuff like that um so yeah very interesting yeah he's absolutely rob mm -hmm. my bad juice <clears throat> say go ahead no i was just agreeing no no i was agreeing with cj I was just agreeing with y'all. Mm -hmm. Um, Juice, real quick, will you take this? Uh, read that for me. Yeah. So Rob said, "Nah, Tim, defense is consistently bad. It it took the flu to have us to be A and M and South Carolina." Yeah, that's... Yep. And Chris Sawyer said, "Uh, it's not hard to figure to figure it out." Yeah, he's absolutely correct. I you know, and I hate I hate <clears throat> to hear this, but that's yeah. He he has to prove he has to he has to take that off. He has to take that son belt Billy off. And only Billy can do that. Rob S said over here and said oh my gosh. Uh, it took took the fourth quarter of the last game to call a Dude, QB draw. Mind boggling. Absolutely. I I I this this mm. see that, that might, that's what, happy this is now? this is what butters butters my buns. What Peter Griffin said this but chaps my khakis. <laughs> Dude I, I I I don't understand God, my gear and and Man, I, I just, you know, we, we had this conversation many times. Y'all know this. I just don't get how you don't make him run. I know if we're saying, I see, um, I think there was a few things in here that said, um, yeah, here we go. Chris Rose says, Richardson makes the checks. Understandable if that's what he is doing. But guess what, Chris? If he's not making the right checks as the coach, you have you have four quarters to see this. So I give you this. Okay. Let's just say we come out, you know, we got our script. Obviously, most of the first quarter scripted anyways, right? Mm -hmm. And then second quarter, you know, depending on how the game is flowing, you might have to kind of digress and some people script, you know, maybe most of the game. But, okay, if he if you see that he's not pulling, if he's not reading, um, if he's not if he's not running the ball, then as the coach, you got to tell him, you, you call the play. He doesn't right. call the play. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And – I mean, I, I get it. I get it right. Like, 
he's he's very athletic kid, strong arm, but there's it comes to a certain point for me that if uh you know as when you're coaching just because there's something that you have uh game plan for or called you you have to learn you have to switch on the fly and if he's not pulling the ball cuz many times I know you guys have all seen us there's been many reads where AR should have probably kept oh, the ball kept the ball and yeah mhm and so yeah. that's that's what I think that where it's just frustrating um, for me as for from a coaching perspective that uh, I think it is up to you when you go back and watch some of these this film uh, or even adjustments at halftime. When you go when you go from when you're up at the booth, you're getting information from your guys and you're adjusting your game plan. I mean, I know there has to be many times where they're saying the read, the read is there or QB run or let's speed option. Did we see I, I don't I don't know. Did I see it? A speed option all year. Am I tripping? Because I don't think I I don't remember ever seeing one. If it was, it might have slipped my mm-hmm. mind. But I mean, I think that would have been a play that with ETN or um, you know, even Montreal. Montreal, like yeah. But anyhow. Uh oh, and also too, another thing, stop. Why are you what you have a 240-pound quarterback? Why are you having Montreal Johnson run the wildcat? Whatever. Uh, I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> and, and I still want want him to. Um, I see this is another thing too. Ar can't be saying stuff too, like oh somebody needs to feel two forty. Mm-hmm. Well, do it. I ain't seen nobody fit. Nobody felt the two forty. So you can go off script too. I. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm not. And again, I don't want nobody to think I'm trying to sit here. I'm not putting this all on AR. I'm not putting this on Bill. Because I mean, this as a as a whole, it was not good. If you go look at it year round, everything, everything yeah. needs some coaching. Even the yeah, coach needs coaching. Inconsistencies from both sides of the ball. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put in the chat here real quick. If you guys want to join us, guess what? We got the call in right now. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, I'm posting it in the chat. You can also follow us over at Twitter at Talking Sauce. You can just click that link. Come on the show. We want to hear your opinions. Also, guess what? Hit that like and subscribe button. Help us out, man. Yeah. You know, we got a goal. Tell them about the goal, man. Yeah. So look, what we trying to do is hit that one thousand by the end of the year. Now, y'all already know we're almost at the end of the year. <laughs> so, what we need y'all to do is today, tomorrow, and the rest of this year to go tell your friends, family, anybody that got them paws, claws. To hit that like and subscribe button. Let's, let's help us out. Help us help you. Give us give you some good information. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So appreciate you guys rocking with us each and every week. We also have talking sauce.shop. Got our champs collection, big champs collection. We got our um sauce collection, big sauce collection, and then we also just released we got a sauce squad collection. Check us out. Hey, talk, talking sauce dot shop. 
Enter code Big Sauce at checkout. You get 10% off your order. So that's a way to help out the show. If you guys want to rep that sauce squad, stand up. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen a sauce squad in a minute. Let me let me put that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Yep. So let's get back to it, Juice. Um, yeah. I do want to go ahead, you know, and wrap this FSU game up because, um, you know, I think we all saw the same thing. We all were pretty <laughs> right. mad the way the game went. Uh, the game was very winnable. We all know that the refs did not help us. No help at all. It seemed like nah. every single call went against Florida, which is absolutely mind-boggling. And then the SEC holding. refs. Yeah. SEC That's even refs. worse. Yeah. So. Interesting. All right. But anyway, like I said, that's yeah. in the past now. Yeah. We're going on to our next topic, man. Yes, sir. Let's What's move up? on What's to the next that? topic, Juice. The next topic is what we got. What we got? A R Juice. Anthony Richardson. Will he declare for the draft, or will he be back in a Florida Gator uniform, or will he transfer? And before we answer, I want to hear you guys' opinions in the chat. Uh, I want to hear what you guys think. Um, What is Anthony Richardson gonna do? For the upcoming season, will we see him back and afford to get a uniform, or we'll see him either playing for another team, or will he be in the NFL draft? Let's see what we <clears throat> excuse me. Let's see what we get because this is a uh... because mm, I definitely want to hear y'all opinion because I'm gonna tell y'all mine. <laughs> I'm gonna show sure tell you mine. Let's see here. All right, Juice. Um, I'm going to put this up on the screen as well while we are talking. So we can look at, while we talk about Anthony Richardson, just to recap what he did for the regular season. Led the Florida Gators to 6-6 and on the Billy Napier's first year. Anthony Richardson. He threw for 2,549 yards, 103 carries for 654 yards, 53% completion percentage, 17 touchdowns, nine rushing touchdowns, and nine interceptions. He also had five games during the season that he did not throw an interception, so that means that seven other games that he did throw uh, interception. Uh, so, Juice, um yeah, you know, how are you feeling? All right, looking so, at AR, what do you think? Will he go? Will he stay? Me, honestly, I think he should. He should come back to the Gators. Um, but I can see him actually leaving. But if he leaves, I. For me, I would hope that he transfer to another school. Because if he goes to the NFL, I'm going to tell y'all right now, in two years, he's gone. He's going to be gone from the NFL. He still has a lot of work to do. 
put that stat up again. And I want y'all to just let let me know what number one quarterback or a top-ranked quarterback has that completion percentage that ever went real high in the draft and still probably in the league. And I believe what was your was it like fifty three? You talking about uh, Anthony Richardson? Yeah, yeah, fifty three point eight to be exact. Now he got all the intangibles, but at this point, is that something that you would spend a lot of money on? So what he needs to do is he come back and learn. And uh, and be better at Florida or transfer to another school. Best option. Okay. So I say he come back. Okay, so he's he so Juice is saying that he will be back in a Florida Gator uniform. Okay, um, my opinion. Uh, I think I told you guys this. You probably, if you listened to our last episode, um, <clears throat> my hot take for Anthony Richardson is I don't think he will be back for the next year. I think he will either, uh, but I, I honestly believe that he probably will go to the draft. And even if he doesn't, um, I don't know if I see him because my personal opinion is I don't think this offense is built for him. Um, it never looked he has never looked comfortable um, in this type of offense, what they're asking him to do or what they're not asking him to do. I think Anthony Richardson, for me, his layup. And when I say layup, so the easiest way we playing basketball to kind of get you going or even even if you're on defense. Right. You want you guys to play more defense. You get him a quick bucket. Yeah. Play a little bit harder. So for me, Anthony Richardson's layup is the run. And when there's when there's games where he doesn't have. You know, he has 10 carries, sometimes four carries. Uh, to me, you're doing him a disservice when you're asking him to throw the ball, um, you know, more than we see that. One, I think there was one outlier game was, um, what was that, Texas and him? Yeah, I think, he, yeah, he did throw a little bit over mm-hmm. uh, a number, but he's, yeah. Yeah, it's more and more consistent that if he throws 25 plus, then we're losing. We have, yep, we have lost. Uh, Granted, like we said, we know that it's not just on him and Billy. The defense is not that good either. But right, right. we know that if you run the ball with this team, you're one of the best running teams in the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, so I think the AR will not be back next year. Um, I think he's going to do, you know, anything else because the comfortability level, it just – his even yeah. his just like his um what's the word like his attitude uh maybe just his energy I, I just feel like sometimes uh and I'm speaking from my experiences not his when I when I do something and I'm like I'm not feeling it I just get in a funk because I know like this ain't for me but I'm doing it anyways right right like, right <laughs> so I just get in a funk and I'm not giving it my all like my best or I, I mean I'm I'm trying but it's just not I just know like eventually like Man, it just ain't comfortable. And I don't like doing it. And that's the way he looks. So, right. Um, there's many plays where I'm looking at him not pulling the ball. He's not, you know, that's very interesting. And then no QB 
called like design QB runs. Uh, like you said, if it if it's if it's him not reading the RPO or uh, to pull, then you just need to call design QB run. So right. Uh, <laughs> um, got us Juice, we got our first caller in here, yes, Chris. Sir. Let's get him in here, Chris. Yes. How you doing, my man? How you doing, Tam, brother? Tam Juice. What's, What's going on, man? Look, man. I, I can't complain. Actually, I can't complain. First of all, yeah, you can. <laughs> Look, man. For, well, since y'all talking about AR, I, he gone, mm-hmm. right? It, Juice. It don't matter if he lasts to training camp. Like, even if he's the thirty-second pick, he's getting seven million dollars, right? NIL ain't gonna pay that man that. So True. he's gone. I don't think he cares about if he's starting to ride on the bench. Like, he's gone. So, and look, man, y'all got to lay off my man Billy now. Like I said in the <laughs> chat, if you look at the roster from last year, right, okay. mm-hmm. six and six, right, yeah. they get a different coach with the same players, right? They go right. six and six. So you said you ain't a mathematician, right? But what's the <laughs> Yeah. And what's the constant? It's okay. the same damn players. But hold on, hold on. Hold on, we, hold on. Okay, all right, all right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Who did Billy who did who did Billy bring in? Oh, he sorry. brought in a bunch of Sunbelt guys, right? And yeah, then true. a couple of dynamite true freshmen. Yeah, yeah. Who's the, who's the best players on the team? It's the one Billy brought in. It's the one Billy brought in from the Sunbelt, right? Preseason right. talk. All I saw in the comments was that Sun Belt <laughs> Billy talent ain't gonna fly in the SEC because you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, bro, like that ain't it, man. Like, if you listen to Napier's press conferences all year, my man been saying Richardson's got three or four checks at the line every damn time he gets behind the center. Like, go back and watch. Uh, and I'm just spent facts right now. I ain't making up shit. Excuse my language, Tim. No, no, good. <clears throat> but like, man, y'all. Bro, if the fan base don't give this man time, like that's just a reflection of this this culture we got as a, as a fan base. Like that that's all it is. Like it ain't got nothing to do with skin color. Look in the comments. <laughs> it ain't got shit to do with that. Like it's a matter nah. of fact. Like we some asshole fans. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I will give you that. We are we are some a holes as fans. We we are definitely that. But here's what I is my problem with Billy. It's not, you're right. He he still got to get the talent. But what we're talking about, he is the coach. In those games, the Vandy game, the, the Kentucky game, matter of fact, the FSU game, why you wasn't running the ball? He is the coach. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not, oh, I, like I said, that's why I said I still believe in Billy. I, and this is his first year, but he is the one that, he is the one that can sit here and say, you know what, AR, run the ball. He the one that can control that. And again, we have been sitting here saying when AR throws more than 20 something, 20 something times, we end up losing. And we know our bread and butter is running. Billy is the only one that can control that part. And, and it's look, like, why? Billy's that, got work to do. Like, I ain't saying that. Like, yeah, yeah. Management. Like play calling, like he does got work to do, but like I I, I just don't want fans to forget last season. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah, no, no. And I definitely don't, and you're right, because we don't need we do need to look at it and you know say like look what you just really said is like the best players on the team were built 
are the one that Billy brought in. So let Billy get in, get in his what you call, you know, get his recruits in, and we we definitely should see a better product. But this coaching part, this is something that's kind of scary though, because you should be able to figure this out during the game. So that's that's just a little part that's scary for me right now with Billy, because there we all a lot of us could sit here and say, man, damn, if we would have probably ran the ball a little bit more, no, we should have ran the ball more. We right. sit, so that's just that's just my my real big. So he need here's the thing, Billy needs an OC. It's too much on Billy's plate. I I agree with that. I think he's doing way too much. Too much but on I, Billy's plate. At the same time, like Billy is probably one of the smartest coaches in the league. Like not not just football acumen, but like smart. So I'm pretty sure Billy's got a book full of mistakes that he knows he's got to clean up. He might go. He might go get another staff member. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know that. But what we do know is like them boys fought all season. So like you can't take that away from the team, right? Regardless of some calls, like half of that shit could have been on Richardson, right? Even though he's the coach, football IQ has to be a variable inside the game. Quarter one all the way to quarter four. If your quarterback doesn't have that IQ, I, I mean, who's behind Richardson? People keep calling for Kitna. What's Kitna going to do that Richardson can't? So, uh, so did okay then. If that's the case, because now, all right, let me play a little devil advocate on that then. So, like you said, if, if your QB ain't getting it, might as well why not try try the next try the next man because what we were doing this year anyway was it's like we were trying just trying out stuff. Why not? Look, if you throwing a hundred and five mile per hour swing pass, like that's not like I, I mean you know what I'm saying like if you miss all the easy throws, like I mean Kitna's not gonna fix that either, man. Like. And if it's if it is just a running game, then yeah, like Billy's got a lot of stuff to clean up. But we gotta give the man some time. So Well, and I think I think that's why if you if you look at it though, we're not harping because listen, I'm gonna tell you this. I could be harping on something else that I just find crazy, but I'm not. I, that's why I'm literally harping on the one thing that I think that he made a huge mistake was. And I can literally I'm you can go look at the numbers. Florida is one of the best running teams in college football. What they do not do is run the ball a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and so that's what that's where I start to digress from what, what I'm harp what I if you listen to me, I'm harping really on one thing this season. Because I could literally talk about the defense. I could talk about the clock management. There's multiple things that I could talk about. But what I am saying that I think this season, I, there's I don't think anything they could have done. Maybe a few adjustments on defense, but you got the players; they are who they are, right? Some of them players just are who they are. I've been saying that for a long time, but I think there are like with him with running the ball. I think that's a huge red flag. I'm sorry, it just I, I know we got to give him time, but I just find it. And I look at things to try to figure out why he did what he did uh, from a coaching perspective. And there's nothing that I can go back and watch and say during Vanderbilt while we ran the ball 21 times. 
It was Vanderbilt. Yes, where they Vanderbilt was blowing. You know, they was getting a lot of push. But guess what? Florida did not run the ball to the edges a lot in that game. They just run it in the gaps. And I was just like, okay, whatever. But my whole point to this is I think that the the good thing is (laughs) he's going to be here for a while. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is, is he still, I know he's been a coach at another school, but he's still on his learning progress as a head coach. Yeah. And you look at that time frame of where coaches really become, you know, a veteran type coach. And then you're throwing him into the situation of you guys hear me say this all the time. He's going, he's coaching in a league. He's basically in a five-star league and he's a five-star. And so that means that, you know, when you're a five-star, you go to Alabama, you might not play for two to three years. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with coaching in the SEC. You might be the best coach over in that league, but when you come here, now you got guys who are amazing schemers on one side of the ball, especially when you go look at Stoops, you go look at Kirby, you go look at Saban, you go look at Lane, you go look at Leach, right? Those guys are premier guys on there. They have a specialty on Mm -hmm. one side of the ball and that's who you have to coach against. And so that's why I say, I think what I'm saying is just um, I, I just find it alarming that we didn't switch, you know, uh, lean heavy on our strengths. Well, I agree. I mean, adjustments on both sides of the ball obviously need, need to be yeah. more. But, I mean, <laughs> I'll end with this. You know, if you're a historical guy and you like analytics, like Billy, his teams get better from year one to, you know, you keep going. So mm-hmm. I just think let the let the man get his players in. I mean, if you really want to watch something, watch the transfer portal because that'll be the first thing we can judge him on that he did last year versus what he does this year and see what kind of improvements he makes there because he wasn't aggressive last year. So if he goes in and gets like a Bryce Lovett, he gets a Sam Hartman and gets all these 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 instant impact players, like that's a check in the box, right? Like we got to be happy. And going into yeah. the season, right? Like you, you weren't think we were going ten and two, nine and three. Like it was six and six, seven and five. Yeah. So Vandy, like that—that's his F for me, for real. FSU, like Travis, like that dude's a baller, and he's been doing that, the, doing that the teens all year. So um, it's not <clears> like he just put on some some magic juice and did it to the Florida Gators. You know what I'm saying? So being realistic, taking a step back, like. Watch the transfer portal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and to get into our next segment as well, I appreciate you, Chris. Um, if you want to stay on, you can. Um, appreciate you calling in. We do have, yes, like I Thank said, you. you guys. Anybody can call in to the channel. We want to hear what your guys' perspective is. Yeah, I, I feel like everybody, every Florida fan, you know, that's that's the good thing about college football too. It's from fan to fan. Everybody's, uh, you know, expectations or um their pers- per- perspective on the game is a little bit different so different. i love yeah. hearing other people's you know perspectives and what they think so i do want to pull this up on the screen because we're getting into billy napier and uh you know uh and, and just kind of how we finished the season we just talked about it pretty much thoroughly but you know just kind of s- see where the outlook is what he's up against <clears throat> uh in you know this is something that we have had on 
past episodes, so this might not be some of you guys' first time seeing this. But I always like to look at this just so we can realize, because now we're about to start getting into transfer portal. We already had some transfers from the University of Florida, but there's going to be a lot of guys in this portal. And then we're also getting to that early signing day period uh, and signing day in general. So, um, you know, recruiters don't stop recruiting and recruiters recruit um, around the clock. So this is something that I always find interesting. I know people, when we talk about, I've heard some people say, don't worry about the stars, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think you're, well, not, I think I know you're wrong. Um, cause it's, you do have to worry about stars and you have to worry about quality and quantity in the SEC. You cannot mm-hmm. have one or the other. You have to have consistent, uh, top one, two or three in the SEC classes to be able to compete consistently. And that's what I want to do. I want to win championships. And so I pull up this chart to show you. So at the top, those 20, 20, 2020, 21, 22, all in order are the five years uh, recruiting rankings. So you can see the last three years, that's all in order across from left to right. And then that last box from left to right, it's the last five champions. And when you go look at the recruiting rankings and you look at the champions, hmm, something is looking very similar to me. I don't know about you, Juice. <laughs> Do you see yep. a pattern here? Yep. So you better get yourself in this top five. <laughs> you yes, better sir. be in this top five in order to get, get you a championship. Mm-hmm. It's very yep. point blank. And, and Tim been putting this out here. You got to think about it. Just think about you already are behind uh, Texas and Oklahoma. I know they're not in the SEC yet, but they're coming. So if you just put them already in the SEC, you are, you're still in the same boat. So we definitely have to push push harder and get up to this top five. Yeah, I mean, definitely. that may not happen this year, but definitely I want to see that 2024 class has to be really a top three, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I'm going with this as far as with Billy, I think this 2024 and 2023, I think there's still some ways to maximize, to flip some Mm -hmm. of these guys uh, who are still left on the board and also transfer portal. You do have to factor this into these recruiting rankings for me uh, because some of these guys do make an impact, but I think we still, we cannot lose sight of, where we are right now, like Drew said, technically, yes, we're four, but technically we are six. If you look at Texas and Oklahoma, because they are technically in the SEC in 2025, these guys will probably not hit one to two years. So you do the math. Uh, but it's very important to keep keep at these guys. Um, yeah. You know, we did we did a whole we did multiple episodes. Uh, if you guys like recruiting, uh, keep on the lookout. Um Cause we do, we, we're going to break down, we're going to break down all the top recruits in the state of Florida. So last year we did about 31 kids uh, at the time. I think that was how many was ranked in the top 100 top, around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it ended up being about 21, 22. And right now, I think if you look at, and uh, basing this off two, four, seven, you could go look at on three as well. Um <clears throat> Right now in the state of Florida for 2024 class, there's about 21, 22, 23 kids that are ranked just in the state of Florida alone in the top 100. And so 
we're going to do a whole nother segment where we're going to break down. Now, a lot of these kids probably won't come to Florida, but what we like to do is look at the talent and show you guys what is in the state of Florida and how we can maximize, you know, that talent, just not by even leaving Florida. Right. So, I always like looking at this chart, um, you know, just kind of seeing what the, the recruiting, the recruiting rankings were and what the, who were the champions. So. Yeah. All right. Billy, got do what we had you for. And then continue to continue with Billy. Uh, so <clears throat> I just wanted to show you guys, you know, we, we ended, we ended six and six this year. So this chart up here, this is all the coaches that you see here, their first year records, including the last three coaches from Florida so we can kind of see, you know, look at a trend to see if we see a pattern or if it's just you just kind of got to let it flow. Um, you got to kind of get lucky. Uh, and, yeah, there's a typo on Wilma's champ. He did not go 761. <laughs> uh, he went 76. <laughs> but, yeah, you can see the last three coaches, Dan Mullen, 10 and three first year, Jim McElwain, 10 and four first year, Wilma's champ, uh, 76 first year. So then you go down and look at the champions. So I like to do this comparison just because when people say six and six or, oh, you lost to Vanderbilt, uh, you lost to this. Well, you go back and look at some of these other past coaches. You know, there were some losses on their records, too, that, you know, they just had a brain fart or just weren't good, very good losses. So you can look at Curry Smart first year, eight and five. Nick Saban, you know, um, worst record on here, but best coach on here so uh yeah. seven and six coach ogeron nine to four dabo nine and five jimbo ten and four uh gene chisick eight and five uh and then you had urban meyer because he was at um ohio state he went 12 and 0 at ohio state his first year and then he went nine and three at uf so i like looking at this chart just to kind of see you know based on what it tells me here from my perspective just looking at these numbers yeah. is you know we throw that first year's record out of the window um because you know Jimbo Fisher went 10 to 4 his first year won one championship at FSU we saw how he left the program right now he's at Texas A&M and you can see that it's not going very well uh right now yeah. so um then Dabo Sweeney went goes 9 to 5 they almost Fired him from Clemson uh, at one point in time. <laughs> uh, and, you know, he's still the head coach there, won multiple championships. And then Gene Chizik won a championship. He ain't even coaching at Auburn anymore. Coach Ogeron's not coaching. Uh, <laughs> um, Urban Meyer's not coaching as well. So, Juice, you got anything from these records, anything you see that stands out to you? No, I mean, <clears throat> I'm just hoping that the trend um, changes. Uh, because I said this before, is that the one thing that the last two coaches have done is like they have taken because when Jim McElwain left, I think that team was like what two and something, and so Dan Mullen took that same team and went ten and three, right? And you know Jim McElwain did the same thing, but it set us up for false expectation because what happens? basically three years they're they are both gone you know four years let's say four years and they're gone so maybe billy is like okay maybe i just 
keep it low, you know, start off low. So they expect a little bit more next year. But it won't be too outrageous because it's like, hey, if I went six and six, they probably expect me to do at least eight. So let me, you know, and then if I hit that, then because he, he know he already know how we get down. So I well, think, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, too, you know, I think the real reason and, and you know, we talked about this in depth on our past yeah. episodes. Listen, when you owe somebody 12 million guaranteed, it's up to you to keep them happy. Right. And when you don't keep them happy. The results are what you see at the end of some of these coaching terms where it looks absolutely horrible <laughs> because yeah, now you're I'm guaranteed to get my money. What the hell do I care? Like, you know, we're on yeah. bad terms and I'm done. And that's what you can see. The coaches, Jim McElwain, do literally fake. What do you fake? Uh, death threats. Death threats. And then yeah. Deb Mullen. I mean, basically was out of there, checked out, you know. And we've seen it with other coaches, too. It, it happens, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think that the three- to four-year mark with Florida, uh, you know, what I'm looking for, I know when Billy got hired, you know, he turned down a few jobs and all that, and Florida was giving him everything that he um, that he needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping that Florida continues to keep this man happy and give him everything that he needs. In order to yeah. become, you know, that guy like we want him to be. Hey, right. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm looking at this, right? And, and mm-hmm. none of these coaches got to take advantage of the transfer portal, right? So when you look at this era, right, Georgia, Mark Rick, he wasn't a sorry coach. The dude, no. he won nine, ten games a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means he left, uh, you know. Some bullets in the gun from for for Kirby Smart as Most far as caliber of players. Mm-hmm. All right, when Saban took over, Alabama was sorry, so that's why yeah. he's seven and six. Yeah, look at Ed or Orgeron. Les Miles won a national championship and left him with a bunch of recruits. Dabo Sweeney. It took him seven years to win a national title in the ACC. Like you just go down the list, like. That's where you're seeing it. It's the players. You said it earlier, Tim, right? You have elite offense or defensive coordinators in the SEC. What was Dan Mullen? He was an elite offensive coordinator, not a head coach. So his mm-hmm. offensive scheme covered up his lack of recruiting. Don't let his top nine recruiting class fool you. Like six of those recruits never made it to campus. So oh, no, no, no. Like 20 of them. 20. That was a whole class. What I'm saying is like, you hear the players talking about it too. The, 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 the players themselves didn't like each other last year. So you kind of have to look at this year as year zero. It's like, look, Billy had to get the linebackers to like the cornerbacks because they didn't like each other last year. And Dan Mullen did not leave talent on this roster. Like, like, you see those four stars, but like they are not, they're not evaluated correctly. So that's all I'm saying. Like these coaches weren't left with what Florida was left with this year, and that's a fact. So yeah, and and you have to look at too the players that left when Dan Mullen left too, uh, because mm-hmm. not only not only was Dan Mullen, you know, not for whatever reasons, guys not coming to UF or never playing a down at UF, right? And then you. 
mm-hmm. then he quits and leaves. And then you take those guys because, you know, we're talking about Emory Jones. We're talking about Jacob Copeland, James Houston, uh, you know, a few others. Chris Steele never Rio, really played. Yeah. yeah. Whole bunch of whole bunch of guys. So, uh, yeah, Billy is he's, he's playing with a bare cupboard as far as in depth wise, because uh, I think Florida does have talent. They just don't have guys after, you know, that first guy like we saw when Ventro yeah. goes out. It's like holy gosh! Like oh y'all my saw God. Wingo. What is, what is <laughs> y'all saw Wingo. Like that's our depth pieces. So again, yeah. you got guys playing 60, 70 snaps because of depth problems. Like, what you think's gonna happen? Like we gonna get ran over and over and over? Like I mean, that, that's all I'm saying, man. Like I think this is gonna be fixable with this transfer portal. And, and like I'm taking receipts. Like next year, like I'm I'm taking receipts on everybody that's bad mouthing my man, Sunbelt Billy. You know? Well, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because that's where you know, um, do we see you know um, improvement? And that's where the Florida fan base. That's where like I told Juice <laughs> when when you become the the coach of the University of Florida. And you're the new head coach after that press conference. You're not the new head coach because they don't right. talk about you. <laughs> it don't matter yeah. what it is. The people, you know, we already seen people trying to fire him. And y'all know my expectations. They are very high. And I'm like, man, come on, dude. You can't be doing that. <laughs> like, you got to at least, you got to at least get this man three years at minimum to see, you know, <laughs> what he's all yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't sit uh, here and just be talking <laughs> about fine. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not on that. Now, Patrick Tony. Um, now, if anybody, if we just sit here and say we had to fire somebody at this point, he got to go. Now, I, that matter of fact, they, they, that game changer coordinator, or whoever, he got to go. He ain't <laughs> did nothing all year. Mm-hmm. So that's who. That's who could definitely go. Cause I now, you know what? Cause Patrick Tony, I, I will say that defense. <clears throat> excuse me. If you go look at it in that FSU game. There was some he actually called a good defensive game. But I can't he cannot help them for not tackling because their Jordan Travis was just they they couldn't tackle him. <clears throat> that was all that was. Because they were getting pushed back there. They were getting he was he, he was actually calling nice schemes. At least for him, because he he couldn't just sit in the pocket and carve you up for real. It was all about him using his legs. He was just waiting on third downs. Yeah, yeah. And Florida, I mean, you know, Florida still to me didn't play enough press in that game. Like I think there were some throws where you probably could have got them a little. And you even see him when they were playing, you know, more of that cover one press type. You know, almost had a pick six from Trey Dean. So yeah, uh, but yeah, like, let me get home. When that happened, well, I think fourth down. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. But that the zone, even in zone, you still can play like a press, like tight man. Yeah, that's that's been the problem down. with our zone the whole year is sure. they've been playing this soft ass zone where it's like, bro, you you have to recognize what the guy he's sitting. So attack, like stop backpedaling, attack off your back foot and go get him, man. Right, and that's where the last few years we haven't had that. Uh, I do want to bring in real quick. We got another guest, Rob. How you doing, man? Yo, what's up, fellas? How you doing, man? Thank you for calling in. How you feeling? How you feeling? 
Man, you already know how I'm feeling. We lost to FSU <laughs> in Vandy. That's Ugh. all I keep thinking. I woke up in the middle of the night and just like in sweat. <laughs> sweat. <laughs> like, man, we lost to Vandy. Like, yeah. Uh. Yeah, that was tough. But, um, <laughs> but hey, um, like I said, like I've been saying, um, you know, I've been asking in the chat, what does Billy do mm-hmm. that that's elite? And you know what? Now I figured it out. Um, looking at how he ran yesterday, I mean, on Saturday, he is an elite um, run run coordinator because some of the running schemes we do is is next tier. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't um, him having Rob Sell, who's a who's an O-line coach as his uh, quote unquote unquote. I don't know what he is, his O.C. on game day. It, it makes sense why we run so well, why we de- develop plays to run. So now what I see, what I think we need is a pass game coordinator, something like LSU the year they had Joe Burrow, you know, have a Joe Brady type come in. And because we all know AR isn't accurate. And for a quarterback who's not accurate, just look at the throws that he has to complete. They're never wide open. They're always, Mm -hmm. you know, even though, yeah, if he's accurate, he could make the throws, but they they were covered. And it's been like that. Even with Vandy, we couldn't scheme up anything to get players wide open. Like players would, it would have to be a busted play for someone to to be wide open. It was never schemed open. When you look at um, when, when we had Jordan Travis, you know, we were, finally um stopping him on that in fourth quarter in the fourth quarter he had his tight end wide open in the middle and it was just schemed up perfectly to where our they knew we were going to go in the zone and and he was just wide open in the middle of the field we never have anything wide open in the middle of the field so he needs a, a passing game coordinator who could just say run certain passing concepts to get guys scheme guys wide open but that being said y'all know what i what i've been harping on all year this garbage ass defense i just i i I don't get it we we averaged 36 points like this this whole year and we played against five four of our rivals five of our rivals in and they averaged 42 points. So what what is that telling you? We got to score 50 to win these games? Yep. I mean, and, dang, that's unheard of. Should, even if you yeah. shouldn't have no, to. even if no, even if you bring a Hartman, how much how much is he going to add? So if the defense doesn't get fixed, how much points is he going to add to 36 points a game? To to you, you understand what I'm saying? Yep, I and I see zero. <laughs> and, and I know, no, I know we harping on players, but on third down, come on, fellas, on third down, you know, okay, it beat you once. You have your six-one corner going against a six-seven-seven receiver, okay. But then, at, at some point, slide the slide the um uh, uh um you slide the um safety over over top of that guy. Teams do it to us. When they put when we when we have shorter out there, so why we can't make that adjustment? Mm. 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 Uh, this is what I this is what I asked. 
I know I said this during the during the year because that's what I've been wanting to see from Patrick Tony. I wanted to see him because like we could sit here and say, okay, well it's the players. All right, we know we know what we got, but as coaches, you have to scheme around your talent. You gonna figure out what's what's best for them, and then you gonna be like, okay, well maybe I need to scratch this and run this way. And I've never seen any of that from Patrick Tony at all the whole year. I think maybe one game, and I think it was the Texas A&M. Maybe that I think the Texas A&M game where he maybe tried to do a little change uh, with maybe going down a 4-3 or something like that, but that was short-lived. So the last so, year has been third. Oh, you hear me? Uh, Juice, you kind of, I don't know, I think my, is my stuff going out? It could be me. No, I, well, I hear you. you hear yep. I yeah, I can hear you. Give me one second here. What you saying, Chris? I said the last two years has been third in Grantham, and Grantham fast gone. So, <laughs> I mean, so what's what's the problem then? I'll tell you what it is, Chris, because he's doing the same thing Grantham did. Why Why third and long, you never go dime. You stay in your nickel base defense, leaving Ventrell out there to guard. To guard uh, um, you know Ventrell can't guard, guys. Nah. Go dime. You know, take that risk. He doesn't yep. know it. So it's the same. It's the same mistakes being done by a different coordinator. And and these and that's what's crazy because it, it 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 very it does seem very Todd Grantham esque because even when you look at like Florida as far as in fumbles recoveries and uh, takeaways, actually pretty good team. <laughs> and you know Ty Grantham, he was good at causing havoc on the quarterback. So there's always a positive with those type of defensive coordinators where it's like, okay, we're 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 leading the SEC in sacks, or you know, one top one or two in the SEC. But damn, right. we can't cover nobody, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's where you you know you have cause for concern is like you see some stuff that that's there, right? Because even when you look at the FSU, you kind of phone booth them a few times, Jordan Travis. <laughs> unfortunately, I guess you didn't work on, you know, it's crazy because you have a quarterback like Anthony Richardson who is a, you know, shifty, big guy who can slip out of the pocket too. So it'd be things, you know, something that you think. And then you even had Emory over to, you know, another shifty. Something that shouldn't be a problem. It's, it's something that shouldn't be a problem <laughs> that you have two guys over the summer and spring that you had, you know, that could simulate what, you know, what those type of quarterbacks do. So, um, oh, so tackling Tony's fault too, is what you're saying? Or, well, no, no, well, no, technique, no, technique is it, it, it does go back to coaching. Um, you could say that the player needs to make the tackle, but if you're not, if the player doesn't have the proper, uh, uh, coaching and tools because you got to think about it like this these guys that they trying to tackle, these ain't mm-hmm. regular dudes, <laughs> these ain't regular dudes they trying to tackle. Man, these dudes, these some athletes, bro, these are some shifty, big, fast, uh, uh, strong. So, yes, I would say that yes, ta- he's not physically on the field to make the tackle. Um, because if he was, he wouldn't be able to do it, but. And what he does do is teach the technique to tackle, 
right? Now, I will say this, that, you know, this team has been very bad for a few years, so it's not going to be something that he's just going to be able to maybe change in this this year because he's still learning some of these dudes and who he has on the team. But what I did, what I will say is from game one to game FSU, I still saw bad tackling. And that is a cause for concern because, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's on the coach to if, – if listen, you can only do so much as the coach, right? It's, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. But there are there are things when guys take the right ankles and they just can't tackle, dude. Well, then guess what? Eventually, the coach is going to get the blame. It just is what it is, right? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it is, right? But Travis did that to teams all year. It wasn't just Florida. They shut down, what's his name, Albano, dude, from South Carolina. Like, I mean, they were just inconsistent. I mean, that's all it was. I mean, they, they great technique. But they're D1 athletes, right? they athletes. They're dudes. The quarterback on Florida State side ain't the only athlete on the field. So mm-hmm. that's my point is like everybody's an athlete if you're playing D1 college football. So, but then the consistency though from game, see, this is where he, I consistently though, he his, never his, changed his. Oh, go, well, 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 I'm saying that from when you go watch game one to game FSU, you're seeing the same things, the same stuff. And it's not, and, and guess what? Some of the stuff that the players that we're seeing is literally just you making an adjustment. That that's what I'm saying. And some of the stuff is just an adjustment. It is what it is. Like yeah. it, it's not even. It's not even because look, you you actually, I'll tell you this. You actually don't have to have very talented guys on defense. We have seen defenses who have technically sound guys play good defense. Mm-hmm. See, see, that's what that's where I that's where I start to like kind of digress because you can if you can get a guy technically sound and guess what. You have three seniors with Trey Dean, Ventrell Miller, and Amari Bernie, and they still seem to make some of the same mistakes. <laughs> so I know that you can only teach so much, but I'm saying there's certain plays where Amari Bernie is just out of position. Trey Dean's out of position. And for me, I think that goes to where they're not feeling comfortable with what you're asking them to do. Um, they're not feeling comfortable in the scheme, and I think that goes – Ultimately, it goes back to coaching. Now, is it all on Patrick Tony? I'm going to say no because they had other coaches before him, right? <laughs> so he has to he has to coach out he has to coach out those bad techniques. But but from game one to game FSU, we still saw the same thing. So that means that for me, it's still you're not teaching these guys the right stuff, right, Bernie. Would you say he was one of the most improved defensive players from last year to this year? I agree. Okay. Yes. So he improved. Stop, at, at stopping the run. At stopping the run. Who's our cornerbacks this year? And, C- and C. Raymond, right? So so mm-hmm. he's probably one of the best CB coaches in the country. And you're telling me Jason Marshall and them dudes on the outside, like it, it, him and Tony run the defense. Like – He's co-defensive coordinator. So it's like, I, I just, I think it's just habit. I think it's from the past two to three years. These guys, like Dean, have you seen Dean in real life? That dude is like Hulk. Like he's probably yeah, one. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to, he's going to test well at the combine. 
So I don't. I, I'm with Rob. I I, I wouldn't want to see Tony next year, but we probably are. But statistically, no, we gotta see him. He, but, yeah, but, he, there's no way that we don't. Yeah, no, yeah. no. My my issue with Tony though is, look, I understand it's his first year, especially going, you know, playing in the SEC. I I understand that, but the thing is. Like Tim was saying, look, you're paying this guy a million dollars a year. And if you if we just gonna keep blaming players, then it, it, we just need then we don't have to pay a coordinator a million dollars a year. We could right. just go ahead and get a discount and get four hundred thousand and start paying players so we can get better players. So my thing is at some point, you have to put your stamp on the defense and I'm not – I could see it on offense. I could see it where, um, you know, where AR and uh, Billy is not a good fit. I could see Billy getting a more accurate quarterback, faster, better receivers, and the offensive takeoff. You can see that. Mm -hmm. On yes. defense, I can't see where – it's second – I mean, it's, it's fourth and one, and we literally are playing corners 10 yards off. At what I mean, and that's all year. That's been all year. You 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 can't tell me as a as a coach. I see that, and I'm on, and and I'm telling, and I'm coaching now. We looking at the big board, and I'm like, I don't want to see this again. If I see it the next game, guess what? You out. So they're they're at, they're coaching that. They have to be, and it's like it's like I I just don't see outside of him getting like four dogs who just disrupt the D-line uh, on the D-line who could just disrupt every play and nothing ever happens. But you're not going to get that. It, it, I mean, it's SEC football. You're not going to get that all game long. You got to have some kind of schematic, uh, something going on, and I don't see it. Yeah. And there's Pretty too many day. plays from one game. Like, like I said, game one, we saw guys open, guys not set, guys not ready. Now, did they fix up some? Did he fix up some of the guys not ready? Play set, yes. But you can even still see in this game, there was a play mm -hmm. where they hurry up and Florida's over there looking at the sideline. They snapped the ball. I'm like, how do you not mm -hmm. have this done by the end of the year? Right. I get it. It's not your guys, but dude, that's something that is that's coaching. I don't care who what you say, that is coaching. <laughs> And, and so that's what concerns me about um, some of this stuff is just it's it, when I see stuff happening in game one and then I see it happening at the end of the game, dude, I, I'm sorry. That's that means somebody being lazy. <laughs> you got to yeah. call them out. And, and, <laughs> and like I said in the chat, Tim, uh, Juice, 38-38, we finally score. We tied up. Billy got out his own way and just started running the ball. And I'm like, defense, please. You know, I prayed. I'm like, just I, I was like, just give up three points. And what happened? And, and this is what I this is this go back to what I said. As a defensive coordinator, you have to at least take something away. You know, yes. it, whether it be running or passing, they just ran the ball down our throats. And I'm like, dude, what? I mean, I, I was like, okay, maybe they're just gonna pass it. They just Ran it down our throats, and I'm like, dude, we we don't do anything good. Yeah, yeah, you you preaching. It's um, but that's why I say, I man, 
that's why I don't because because now when I started talking about defense, it feels like I'm really heartbroken because I, I believe to me ultimately everything comes back to the head coach. I know that we got Patrick Tony, I know that we got this person and this person, but to me, because guess what? Just like the players, for example, if the player doesn't do what the coach asked him to do, but he mm-hmm. has he's he he has or how about this? If the player is trying to do what the coach is asking him to do, but he just can't do it, do they kick the player off the team? No. No. He no. might not play, but he's gonna be on the team, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, if Patrick Tony is trying to do this, but he just can't do it, will he get fired? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he will. Yeah. So that's where you sometimes you gotta sometimes it just ain't the fit. Now, I'm not saying to fire this dude, but I am telling you that if this happens mid-season, if we're still looking like poop on defense. If I, I, all he had, (laughs) the crazy part, it doesn't, he doesn't have to change too much. No. Like, like you just said, why are you, first of all, that Florida players, most of them play man. Why are you playing? And they like press. So why are you sitting here playing off the ball? I that is just the most mind-boggling thing ever. Because you you basically go ahead and get giving them five yards, five five to ten yards every time. So that's what basically a first down. So and let them just keep doing that. And next thing you know, what what's gonna happen? They got a touchdown. Teams did been doing this all year. And that's why you make mediocre quarterbacks at throwing look like they are Peyton Manning <laughs> because you're making you're letting them get comfortable. And these coordinators, they see it. They say Florida can't play no damn defense. I'm about to take a running quarterback and let him throw because <laughs> we saw it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's saw it with Randy. Yep. Yep. But. You know, um, I think that's something. This is this is on the list for Billy. You know, I think that it's something that he can show us that uh, from year one to year two, where we can see improvement. Because now we're going to be a year with him bringing in some of his guys. Um, we're going to be a year with Florida. I think we could probably all agree that Florida should, if they bring in this class that they have now and they look good for 2024 and then Billy's already signed a few classes before this the depth we should be starting to build that depth right like we yeah. should start yes. being able to if a guy goes down or a guy not playing well one of those freshmen that we brought in should be able to you know at least have a chance to step in and show some type of impact right right so uh for me like I said, it's just something I'm not like it's something that we got to talk about because we went six and six, right? I don't care if it's the first year or the fifth year. Anytime you go six and six, it's just not a good look, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but so what's your grade on Billy? My grade, um, <clears throat> and real quick, too, I want you guys to go ahead and throw in the chat. Florida finished six and six in the regular season, uh, they will make a ball game. So it would be interesting to see who we play in the bowl game. But I want to see you guys' grade in the chat. What do you grade, Billy, um, so far through the first season? For me, I'm going to go with a um, 
I'm going to go with a C plus because um, <clears throat> I like what um, I like the energy that he brings um, as far as in just I think the program is kind of rejuvenated across the board. Right. Um, I definitely excited for recruiting uh, to see what he can do in that area. Um, and then some of the players like ETN. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think that kid, dude, I mean, he, he, he should be getting 20 carries a game, uh, at minimum. I, I know we got drilled. <laughs> hey, hey, yep. All year I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, nah, this kid can't be that good. Man. He shows it against <laughs> Georgia. He shows it against FSU when they know all we were going to do is run. And I'm like, this kid bad. Damn, we got bad one. Bad <laughs> man. Holy dude, that one play, who was that against? It was the fourth down play against, I think Billy called a run. Or is it third? AM. Was it AM? Where he, oh my God. I was like, there's no way he, yeah, I think it was like third and like five, right? And he calls a run play. I'm like, what the hell? He ba- he shouldn't have got it, but ETN is uh, it's basically got right, it. hand, yeah, right. Yeah, right it was AM. <laughs> It was beautiful, dog. I was like, this kid. Yeah, he cut to the rock like four times. Oh, my God, boy. Boy, got happy feet. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, he is. Some serious. I'm excited for him. The one thing I do say where I am concerned for next year is the offensive line. Yeah, better. We all know that Cyrus is going. Cyrus ain't coming back. I know who ain't coming back. I know for Uh, sure. And, you know, we. (laughs) I know Richard Garage. What is he a junior? I want to say, is he a senior? Or Red shirt senior or something? Red shirt okay. junior? He yeah. got to go though. He's got to go, man. You think so? so yeah. 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 Listen, yeah. why? Because of Austin Barber? What, or give me hey, what we got behind him. I no. I, I, if I can get him to come back, I take it. Barber Tarquin. What's that other dude's name? That six eight guy. Cam Waits. Bro, I'm telling you, like. Garage got to go. He, I want Garage's little brother. That's who I want. I mm. I know, but, mm. but it's gonna be a it's gonna be it's gonna be an inexperience. It's gonna be oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. We we'll see. Uh, because well, I think they did play better than I expected them to as far as in the run game this year. So uh-huh. um, I do want to see if Rob Sale is the truth. Uh, because next year, I think, you know, um, it, it, I think it'll show whether or not, you know, if we got us one with him, uh, we know he has NFL experience, so we know what he's about. But I'm just saying, I want to see him do it again, right? Uh, another year. Well, if you're asking me, I'll give him a C right yeah, now, man. as it stands right now, just like the record average. But, um, if it, but that if he gets a top five recruiting class, then it'll yeah. it'll creep up. They'll be minus. There it is, Rob. There it is, Rob. That's what I was going to say. That's it. That's it. It it, it all depends on recruiting for me. Because if if he bring them boys, then hey, especially on offense, it, defense. I, I don't. I don't even. I don't know. I'm just up in the air. I don't like. I know you were saying sorely. All all the. Good players are the recruits that he bought, but if you look at it, it's all on offense. Defense is just 
I need him to because he, he doesn't have a philosophy on defense. So I'm like, they don't even bring anybody. He sure did. So and then Pedro <clears throat> Tony didn't even try to bring nobody, did he? Nah, I mean, if, at least Grantham, you knew Grantham from even well, from his Georgia Georgia days. Mm, if yeah. if you had if you had that stand up that stand up um edge rusher, Grantham was, defense was gonna take off. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Grenard, yeah. But, yeah. Well, you had Grenard, you had um what was Zuniga? the cat who went to the Jets his first year? He should have yeah, he should have stayed. No, you, yeah, yeah, you had not Zuniga. Oh, Jack Cobb Polite. Jack Cobb Polite. Okay. You, yeah. you know that edge rusher who could just, and that's why he went and got Cox. Because he knew he had that philosophy. He knew he had to have that edge rusher for his defense to work. And we it, with Cox, you know, it failed. So defense went as is. But um Patrick Tony, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. What does what is his I don't I don't see it. Now, you understand what I'm trying to say? He has the creeper approach, right? But but so, at, so at what he needs linebackers? He went from a hundred all the way to twenty-five in four years with overall defense. So I mean yeah. that's that's what you gotta look at. You gotta look at track. That's, that's in the sun belt though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I I now I am with like okay, Chris, I'm with you to a certain degree because I'm Tim will tell you, I'm a big proponent of history repeats itself. And I have said this, that if you go, like you said too, if you go <clears> look <throat> at Billy's track record, he ends up getting better each and every year. So that's mostly a good look. So I, that's what I am expecting. But um, hey. Look, to <laughs> this point, if he doesn't get better by like game three next year, then yeah, he gotta go. <laughs> Man, okay, I, I gave him see, game six. You even were harder than me. Oh, see, yeah, man. yeah, Patrick Tony, though, he, he got I'm with y'all. Like, his now, Billy definitely has because, like Rob said, I can see his identity and what he, yeah. what he, what he can do. There was, like Tim said, from game one to to game 12 with FSU. Did y'all, as far as schematics... You saw uh, the same stuff. Any, you saw, <laughs> thank you. You saw the same thing. That is where I have an issue with anybody because at some point it's called insane. Because you didn't change nothing. And you just continue to do the same thing expecting a, a different result? Yeah. Or the same One. result, I should say? One one thing I I would say change though, if you look at it, even in the A and M game, our um our our gap control. But I don't know that could be because of Cox, us us maintaining gap control in terms of the run game. Uh, it, it was better because even even that long run that Acho had in Texas A and M. Remember, we had him in the backfield. Um, uh, Miller kind of over pursued. We missed him. Okay. Um, they had that run, that one sweep with um, off tackle run with uh, Benson in the FSU game, you know, because that was on Dean. He didn't scrape over um, playing the alley better. And um, I believe one of the DNs didn't maintain. I think Summerall was in. He didn't maintain um, leverage and they got the outside and Benson ran. But if you look at it, 
it, it we were a lot better in terms of playing in our gaps. But I mean, that's just it was just regular base defense. It wasn't nothing. We we don't do anything where I could see they're studying film and we're taking away the opposition's um you know what the opposition wants to do. Yeah, we just what Tony does, it seems like he's saying, I'm gonna play this defense mm-hmm. and I'm gonna find guys to fit it, and, and that's how it's Video gonna game. be. You know, Video if you could style. play it, then I show you the results. But my problem is in the SEC, you're going against million dollar plus coordinators who has a who have a plethora of uh, um GAs and analysts that you're going against. So you have to be able to adjust. They're going if, to Rob, they're going to eat that shit up. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's what they're going to do. They're going you saw to it the first year. That shit up. If you don't you, change listen, it, that's you got the- guys, think about it like this. There's so bro, they got analysts. Like there's been head guys who are decent head coaches that are analysts for some of these teams. Must like, think about that. Must him, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie mm-hmm. Strong. At one point, we've seen them all come through there. Yeah, that, that are. I'm not even talking about on field coach. I'm talking about analysts. These guys are just sitting there game planning for you, watching film. They know what this defense is going to do. That's the reason why. In total defense, you're sitting at 102 yeah. out of 130 yeah. teams. Because <laughs> these and, guys, and that's no. That's and that's terrible. the only thing that scares me about what Chris said is that, you know, he had the track record, but it, and he might be stubborn in thinking the same way, not realizing that, OK, this is a different level of of um, competition. So the, the only thing I want to see in game one of next year is him make an in-game adjustment. If I see that, I'm going to be like, OK, we heading the right way. You understand what I'm saying? Right. If yeah, I don't I see any kind of adjustment, I'm like, okay, this guy's gonna be stubborn. We need to go ahead and get. I wanted Jeff Collins, I honestly, but whatever. Oh, I take him. Uh huh. Yeah. What y'all boys think about Hugh Freeze? Man, that's who that's I wanted, a, man. Man. I, I'm gonna tell you this. Calling escorts right now, man. Don't worry. About I know. It. I know. <laughs> hey, I'll give it to him as hey, long right, as he right. get the championship. Listen, I'm hey, gonna tell you this. They, them hiring Brian Harson is absolute ludicrous. I don't know why they even did it. I, I just never understood it. I told some Auburn fans that you about to, you think this dude about to come in here that has no ties to the SEC. <laughs> you think he about to go compete? Because we know that the name of the game of the SEC is what? Recruiting. Yeah, and, who's and so you telling me, even if you, even what is if, your name? Yeah, exactly. You you have to build these relationships, and then you launch an investigation on them, and all that. It, I knew it was over after that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was done. So, um, I'm guessing he getting his money or whatever. Um, good deal for Brian Harson, I guess. I mean, I I'm pretty sure I would love to go work for how many years is there? Two. I'd love to go work for two years and be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great deal to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but but the trail point, about to get hot. I'm going to tell you now, this trail yeah. is about to get yeah. hot. And y'all we thought, know how close y'all, Auburn we, is to Florida. You know, exactly. We were sitting here just talking we, earlier about being in recruiting, talking about being behind Texas and Oklahoma. 
Now you just brought Hugh Freeze back into the SEC, and we mm-hmm. already know what he can do. He was he was NIL now, before NIL. So come I'm on, say yeah, just exactly, now exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, hey, uh, Billy, I, I got faith in you, but you, I'm just letting right. you know. But y'all you know, Billy strong suit. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's well, Billy strong suit. He's at Raging Cajuns beating Iowa and damn near beating Texas. So and he did it with less resources in the Sun Belt. So. When you talk about recruiting, I, Billy's way better than than Hugh Freeze as far as I don't about, know about way. Uh, I don't know about way better. Evaluating, I, I, I will say, I will say, I will say this: that see, Billy, Billy is gonna have to. He's gonna have to work through some landmines with recruiting because now he is getting better. It's not to my standard. I don't know about you guys' standard, but when I go through and look at what we're recruiting, I still think it needs to get better, and probably you guys do too. But I think this next 2024 for me is going to show me everything. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) 2024 is going to show me what I need to see. So y'all think we get lag way? Yeah. I like I said, so. listen, Rob, 2024 is going to show me everything okay. I need to see. Chris be thinking we getting everybody, so <laughs> I know him. I know him. <laughs> Samson, too, watch. I, I, I hear uh, some smoke lineman. about him. I hear some smoke about him. I, I'm graduating. Like, people are talking down here, bro, and they're talking about Samson's coming, so. Yeah, I, I heard some smoke about him. Well, I, we'll see. I won't, I hope so. Um, but I, he, because the name, first of all, the players are different from when, maybe when, it, okay, so when I grew up, I was watching basically my, my early 90s. So I really started watching football in the, the very first SEC championship. So that's my area. So these players, then they went to the school. Because of the school. Kids now go to school because of the coach. We know who freeze. Oh Jesus. I, I just want Billy mm-hmm. to get, get step on the gas because these players know who freeze. Billy is yep. still over here trying to make Billy a name. So because in Florida, he still gotta build those relationships. Like, yeah, some people, yeah, he's known in Louisiana. And I'm not trying to take nothing away from Billy and say he's not a recruiter, but his his relationship is going to take a whole lot longer to build than it is for Hugh Freeze because people already know who, who Freeze is. So, Billy, I, I'm just we hired you to recruit. Do what you do, buddy. Yeah, yeah and man. and I always look at it. I always look at it like this too. Is um, we we know what Billy. You know his his relationships, um, community. Um, you know, like you said, smart guy, um, very strategic, very methodical. But guess what? So are the other coaches in the SEC. The le- that's why this is the best conference in the world. <laughs> it just is, and it's only mm-hmm. going to get better because you just added Hugh Freeze, and then guess yeah. what? You're going to be adding. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas. <laughs> um, Sarkeesian, we know what he does offensively, right? Man, 
Yeah. Venables is the only Oklahoma is about the only <laughs> one that's maybe a well, but, but we know what he did defensively. Defensively, you're right. We so. <laughs> Yeah. So, I yeah, I'm I'm ready to get. I, I wanted momentum fast. That's why I was all about the Manning name. Like when all that stuff, I I want the momentum as fast as possible because I think you need that right away. And I hope for me, I'm hoping that AR goes first round because I think yeah. that's going to accelerate yeah. what Billy is selling. And look, I agree I with this dude. I need I need Cyrus to go first round. That's that would be yeah. that actually is probably the number one guy I want to go first round because for mm-hmm. offensive line, Florida hasn't had a guy like that in a long time. Long and time, for, yeah, and that's yeah. to, to show hey, I look what I had him in Louisiana and look what he did at Florida. I am going to get you to the league. Mm-hmm. We need this dude to go first round, like it, it, it should be a must and a push. Uh, and then if AR somehow can slip, if he does go to a draft or whatever and can slip. To the first round. I mean, that would be probably one of the best things I could ask for is two guys going in the first round. Mm-hmm. It would yeah. that momentum right there, you know, on what you're already doing for the 23 class. Uh, and the momentum is looking positive when you sign Rashada. And then if you can go into this 2024 class and say, Look, look what I can do. I can I can bring in an elite quarterback, I can get guys to the league, you know. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know my coach record, blah blah blah. But we we seen guys, you know, we seen people go bad records and still recruit well. So that's not an issue. But I think those two things, Ar, Osiris, uh, and then you sign already a, a top QB for the twenty twenty three class, and then we already know what's on the line for twenty twenty four. Yeah. If you can sign that kid, and then you sign Ar, or you get Ar to the league and Osiris to the league, I mean. Tim. That's momentum. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ask you a question. Yeah. So, so if we get Lagway next Wednesday, we getting big sauce? Man, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You already know, Chris. Oh, hey, I'm listen. saucing up, man. Listen, yeah. I don't know if y'all I, I think number seven, y'all, y'all know y'all know on yep. this show when we get a recruit, it's shots time, man. We take <laughs> shots on this show, man. <laughs> so listen, we gonna we gonna we gonna have to take multiple shots for that kid. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be yeah. a, I might be right. slobbing on myself over because here. Because <laughs> that's 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 normally gonna be your main recruit. If you can get a quarterback special this early, that's gonna set the tone for everybody else. With Miles Graham, like bro, Lagway will build the class for Napier if we land Lagway. Like that's yep. that's what's gonna happen. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. And that, that kid, man, <clears throat> just he—he's an athlete, dude. Like he, you could tell that he all about sports, man. Like he—he he gonna be a kid that I think he gonna be a kid that he gonna lay everything on the line for you because he just likes sports, man. Like, he looked like a kid that just—he about the game, dude. So he a big, bigger <laughs> Kyler Murray. That's what he is. Like yeah, Kyler man. Murray's what five ten. So he, he can play baseball too. I think he's trying to yeah. play. Baseball. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. But um, I want to read just a few of these texts real quick. What well, shout out to my homeboy Torian Lawson. He said, just to see too much talent, too much of the talent at QB in the running back position with AR and ETN, however you spell it, for y'all not to make it hap- more happen. The read option should be deadly. Whew. And this is coming. My man Tima is an Alabama fan. So 
This is coming especially from- in the red zone for us to be so bad so- in the red zone. I thought we would have had like uh, you know Rob, initially why did you have to mention this. <laughs> well, initially before the year when the year started, you know, before we knew better, I thought having um 21, what's his name again? Damn. Lingard. Lingard. Number 21. Lingard. Yeah. yeah. I thought having Lingard and AR running that read option in the red zone with, <laughs> with, with some RPO was going to be deadly. Man, I don't see none of that. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? Where's the speed option, too? I'm, I'm I have like, no yeah, idea. I'm confused, bro. I'm like, what? I, we got AR. I'm, I'm like, who is AR, bro? Like, AR should have been a red a zone nightmare. Oh my god! You're right. It yeah, I mean, come been on. Scared to tackle this Two. man in the red zone. But we don't run him. I know. Weird. Weird. That man. <clears throat> I'm not trying to compare him to no Tim Tebow, but that's what we use Tim Tebow as. That goal line when he first first year. Use him as well, a goal line. Well, you know what? When Juice? you got somebody that big of a body. Yeah. Come on, man. Juice, now you did say AR talking about y'all finna feel this 240. He did make FSU feel that 240. You forgot when he ran it, he ran it straight up the middle. He had like three, four guys hanging on him, got the first down. Oh, dang, yeah, he did. And by that time, though, it was too late. It was too late. late. No, it wasn't too late because we tied the game 38-38. What y'all mean it was too late? No, 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 but what I'm saying, Rob, but that's the thing, by that time, Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, because by that time he should, when he did that run, that should have had already probably been a touchdown because they was too tired on defense to sit here and keep tackling this guy. Yeah, we were leaning on him. And that's the thing. That's the only problem I really had with Billy is like, now that's the one thing we definitely know in the SEC: run that ball down the throat. Guess what's gonna happen in that fourth quarter? You're gonna start breaking them deep runs. Because oh, we started breaking, yeah, yo. But we did. We never. We wouldn't come out and do that. We just never came out and just ran it. Well, when we did, those are the games we did win. Yeah, that's one, one thing I could to say to Sorley's point. Uh, it, early in that third down, they did. Um, FSU did kind of go one high, and um, you know they brought down the safety, but. We still have favorable, um, favorable run looks, and I I feel like AR, you know, it's his first year in the system. He should have checked into like some other types of types of runs. So it could have been he if he had the option to check. But now you know we were trying to. We have no quick game, no quick passing mm-hmm. game. So the only mm-hmm. thing we do is these damn bubble screens that don't go oh. anywhere. But um, Barf. yeah, that could have been on <laughs> AR. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. It, well, then it's 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 just the whole the whole screen. It, it I'm gonna tell you, it, it just the whole thing don't look right. The blocking don't look right. The throws don't no. look right. The catches don't look right. It's everything yeah. about it. Uh, it and definitely dance is the throws don't look right. <laughs> right, nine day from the uh, Dan Mullen screen. <laughs> I tell you that. Yeah, so, oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, the red zone is. I don't. I don't even know what to say about that. I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to just move on because I could have a whole another hour. <laughs> 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 on, the, on the red zone offense. Um, that is crazy. But um, I did want to – there was one more thing that I wanted to cover um, before we get out of here. 
Um, I think you got Justin Cordero. How you doing? He says, how many commits are we going to end up with for 2023 uh, class? And I think right now we're currently at 22. Uh, so me personally, I'm looking at the 25 range, 26. That's what I'm shooting for because I need, you know, some more flips. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I think we end up with like 27. 27? To be honest 28. with you. Yeah. Yep. I think it's 27, I mean, 28. No. Ask Chris. Yeah. He'll know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in the same boat. I, I think, it, yeah, about 27, 28. But I think we're also probably going to get five to eight from the transfer portal. From the, like you <clears> said, <throat> that's what I hope he hits hard oh, because yeah. there's too many of them out there. I mean, just from Texas A&M alone. You know, so. <laughs> What's our biggest need, though? Every place, every, just, just throw a dart, and <laughs> and I'm sure we'll need it. I think yeah. a, a, a D tackle, a D tackle linebacker, offensive and line. what y'all think about Avante Williams? Mm. Mm. He's at Miami, right? He transferred. He's in the portal. He's, trans- he's, he's in, in the, the portal. portal. Oh, mm-hmm. what about Sam McCall? Hell no. Hell no. Only reason people wanted Uh, him was because of Cormani. I do I do have one more question and then I'm gonna we're gonna get off here. Um I know we was just talking about some guys from the transfer portal, but I wanna pose this question. You guys can throw it in the chat too. Hypothetically, let's just say AR does leave, right? I know a few of you guys already talking about Hartman. Um, and then we obviously know with uh, Kitna, and then you got uh, Miller on the team. He, who are you guys? If, if there's, and maybe there's other, you know, this transfer portal is open. Is there anybody that you guys specifically see in this offense or that you want? Um, I, for me, I'm going to go ahead and say, I think a guy who fits. Just from what I see now, uh, he's not on a very good team. <laughs> and uh, I, I think Jeff Sims. Oh, come on, Tim. No, no, no. Hey, listen, what did you listen, have listen, in your drink? No, listen to me. Listen to <laughs> yeah, that's I'm all talking about. I'm talking about his style of play. I think that he does fit more of what Billy is trying to do. Man, he is less accurate than AR. <laughs> he's not less accurate. He's about the same he, accurate. No. <laughs> but you have to but. factor in the ACC, the ACC factor. So now that brings it down to like, no, but, he's terrible, no, but you, man. You, but you have to factor in, too. Uh, dude literally has been through how many offensive coordinators and how many coaches <laughs> he's <laughs> Uh, so Tim, the quarterback from Michigan that just entered the transfer portal, that dude, he's like what twenty four. I think I think a seasoned guy like that, while Rashada and hopefully Lagway gets in the class and 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 can learn, I think that'd be a good fit. <laughs> this is funny, <laughs> Tim. Oh my Brian's gonna. <laughs> he's an Alabama. He's an Alabama fan. Yeah, so. yeah, you keep that one. <laughs> Keep that one on. Mm-mm, keep that over there. 
<laughs> Somebody don't Alabama got a number two? Yeah, Alabama got another guy. Oh, that. Are you yeah, Mel Rose. Uh, Whatever. Are you talking about? The yeah, other, they, I think they got another one too. Uh, another dude or whatever. But yeah, um, we got Kitna <laughs> in the chat. We got Sims is the best fit. We got a Kitna flat out. That's gonna be funny. That is funny. Oh my god! I now now this is what I heard. Now I don't know. You know, I take this grain of salt. I don't believe it, Uh, but this is just something I heard, and I don't have no sources. So, because I've seen this on some, but they talk about Spencer Rattler transferring out of South Carolina and going to. um, God dang! Where where the crap? Because I'm hearing that the uh, the OC is also supposed to be leaving. Satterfield, Wisconsin, or Nebraska? Yes, Nebraska. I think that's what it was, wasn't it? I believe. Yeah, Matt Rule with Matt Rule. Yes, who? Yeah, Matt Rule. Yep, and uh, Satterfield from South Carolina, the OC. Uh, here he's supposed to be going with Matt Rule and talking about there's rumblings of Spencer Rattler. He is. He will be a grad transfer. And so he can transfer without sitting out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would, yeah, boy, that would be interesting. Um, it's perfect, though. Yeah. Damn. I don't even. I don't know how much. Uh, I would definitely, if I was him, kind of look through that roster, though. Because <laughs> 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 you're about to be on your way. I mean, but if you think about it, it's not like this roster was any better either. Because you only. What we talked about earlier, you had your tight end with your top receiver. So. Shoot, I'll go the other way. What about AR comes back second year in a Billy Napier system? Would you take that? If I know both of them going to grow. Yeah, I'm about to say it's got to be changes made in this offense. So, I can't, <laughs> right. I can't, like, I, I, can't, then, I can't watch the same. If, I, can't, I can't watch this. <laughs> I put it to you like this. If AR comes back, now, Billy's supposed to be running 60-40. He needs to be running 80-20, okay? So I don't want to see AR sitting here throwing 20 times a game. But so now this is second year with better receivers. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I will have to factor that in because the O-line might be a little suspect as well. Mm-hmm. So the run game might not be as strong, you know, maybe not be as run heavy. And we might have to pass more. So, but but this what I right. this what I take it this what I take it back to. Okay, first half AR is five for eight or whatever, one hundred fifty one yards, balling, straight balling, right? Mm-hmm. Second half, second third quarter, we we have the three three and outs, right? We have yeah. the three three and outs. What made the three three and outs worse is that every time we went three and out, FSU scored. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If yeah. FSU didn't, if let's say FSU was held to just ten points, and then we go on that fourth quarter run, we 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 not talking about the same. You understand what I'm saying? It Absolutely. it just looks different. It's just like the, that the, the years when FSU had Jameis Winston, and they used to go down twenty one points and then come back and score because then their defense tightened up. That that's yeah. how we would have been looking at AR this year. 
Just think about it. Yeah, and I, and I think, man, I just think there is better. I agree with you. I just think there are better ways to for AR's usage. I think the usage of how what you ask them to do, because think about it like this. In this FSU game, you know, like you said, he they came out, Florida came out. They, they, they had a good kind of mix up of run and throw, uh, but they came out a little bit pass heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of interesting because of who was out at wide receiver. Yeah, right. right. And I, so I, I found that too. I found I that I found it very interesting because even with AR, even though that he was, you know, what was he um, um, in that game? He was uh, like nine for 27. Nine, 27. Nah, yeah. Bro, that was, I could probably count, there was probably like three to four drops on that, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so there was some plays that he did make where they're just a wide receivers. I, I think you know they're young and they just weren't able to catch some of those passes. Um, and then he also does you know his thing where he's inaccurate on some of those plays and throws behind the people. But you know we've seen we know that's what he's been doing so far. So I think for you not to run him is I, I just I can't see a scenario where you do not run him more like, nah, he have like but 10 yeah. carries 10 carries I yeah. mean that to me is just I, I think that's a travesty a dude averaging almost yeah. seven yards per carry and you give him 10 yeah. all right I mean it's a, it's a I, damn shame yeah <laughs> I guess I don't know I guess um, I do like the way they ran the running backs. I think you still could have gave them a little bit more carries because ETN and Montreal, they both have 17. One's averaging 7.6 yards per carry. One's averaging five. Yeah. So that's your bread and butter right there. FSU seemed like their adjustments, they, even when they adjusted, they still wasn't stopping it. Man, ain't kidding nobody. Mm-hmm. Only team that basically almost stopped us in running was Georgia. Everybody else, we could have ran that ball down their throat. Yep. <laughs> I don't care what yep. you say. We could have ran that ball down at every yep. team's throat this year, besides Georgia. And I guarantee we probably – I can tell you we at least have two more wins on our yep. – I did think that. Kentucky and Vanderbilt, you – That's easy, win. off top. <laughs> you definitely get wins off those teams. Yep. And well, FSU. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, yes, yeah. If, if, if we, if we keep running it in the third quarter, right? You abs- you yeah. are absolutely correct. Yep, they couldn't stop the damn run either. No. Nope. Yeah, I find I it, threw I a pillow at my wife. Like, what's wrong with you? Man, I was so hyped when Etienne broke that 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 run. Oh man, Chris, man. <laughs> yeah, it did bring some light. Receipt, Chris. Oh man, receipt. <laughs> he said he could have Bowie's seat. Oh, I got it. I got it. In my- <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, remember, cute. <laughs> re- remember my face. This is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Looking good, baby. Looking good, baby. You yeah. said he had to come on camera, man. <laughs> yeah. We uh, you on the Sunbelt yeah. Billy vibe, huh? I can't do that, thing, man. I was done hey, with man. him, man. When that Vanderbilt game, I was done. 
Yeah. What was the reason why Richardson didn't run in the Vanderbilt game? He's just gonna say Billy don't run. That, that's the nah. only thing. Nah, bro, bro you saw him check like fifteen times in that game. That wasn't Billy's call. If you go back Ooh, to really? the Vanderbilt oh. game tonight, right? You're gonna see mm-hmm. Richardson check at the line at least fifteen times. Billy ain't making them checks. Richardson. What, what do you mean a check to a pass? Yes. Like that was not Billy Napier's call. Yeah, but, but see, okay, this okay. is where Billy Billy's the head yeah. coach. <laughs> right. This is where I, <laughs> if, I start, if I start seeing you do this really? two two times and three times, I'm, and I'm I see yet. this is bad. Hey, hey, hey! You stop checking and call and run what I call. Yeah, not, yeah. You, you just I, about I, it. Yeah. I, I I ain't believing that, but I could get no. Nah, I, I, I can't. Could get, I could I could get inside and ask and what's go, what the hell going on with that. You should. Like, what happened yeah, in the third quarter at Vanderbilt? Richardson can, started can running the ball. Family. I can ask my family. Uh, ask but look, look. My fiance. My fiance. Cause I already told you, um, Lloyd Summerall, that's my fiance's cousin. So, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I hope, listen, if that's the case, <laughs> I, I, I would just say this that AR hey, need to go. You, well, you know, you that's you just need going to, rogue. If you say well, that, well, exactly, well, exactly. It's not. That's what I'm no, that's no, what it's not because he's checking off of a look of a that look. Y- yeah. you guys practice. You understand what I'm saying? So if he's checking, that means you you saw something in practice in film, and then you went to practice and said, "Hey, when they do this, check to this." And so he's just because if Billy's allowing it to happen fifteen yes. times, that Thank means you. Billy's the one that taught it. For you understand me. what I'm saying? When he, no, he could have pulled it like no. five times and ran for a touchdown. Oh, you talking about times. the you? You guys? Oh, you talking about him on the replay? Yeah. He oh, kept, I thought you meant him going to passing. Well, there were some passes, oh, no. but there were replays in there too where he checked but, out of it and handed the ball off. Instead of oh, do you guys watch? Oh, yeah. Do you guys watch Gator Football Podcast? Yeah. Any of y'all watch the breakdowns? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if if you look at the breakdown for that game, Vanderbilt they 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 were backside sound. So actually, most of them most of those balls he handed off, it was the right read because they actually had two guys. Their guys wasn't knifing in like we thought they were. Because if you if 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 you look at the play and it slowed down. The linebacker never over pursued, and then you had the lineman. So even if even if um, AR kept it and outran the lineman, uh, the linebacker would have been right there. They, they, they were technically sound. Like they that game, Billy was out coached. They were just eating his his lunch. But he never ran to the outside. That was a problem. They, no, because if no, because that's where they could. Oh, you're killed. talking about Billy. With the whole, the whole night, time, the whole time. I don't care. You could have <laughs> took ETN. You could have put uh uh AR out there. I don't. They didn't try to run to the outside. People. Yeah, yeah. I understand what a you mean. You talking about tackle, just like an off tackle, like, off yeah. off tackle run, designed run. Yeah, you, you know what happened. Or, 
or not. You could have get a speed option. We option. Oh, yeah. yeah. We could just yeah, he never did any of that. None of that the whole year. No the speed option, option, no speed I option. am so confused Nothing. that you do not run speed option with Anthony Richards. That is the most bad with shit those crazy. Two talented backs? Oh, my lord. E- can you imagine but- ETN and AR in a speed? Oh, my lord. Oh, oh, or or even a triple oh. option. But you got to worry about, you know, you, all, both, all three of them. Yes. Right. But, but there you remember. I feel like. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. No, no, no. But re- you remember. That third in the Vanderbilt game, the first play out of out of the out of halftime, he ran an off tackle run with um, AR and got seven yards. Yeah. And then he started doing. He just started trying to run up the middle <laughs> again. Away. I don't yeah, know why. But that play it. always worked because if you remember that Utah game when we could have mm-hmm. iced it, remember and AR just ran into the wrong hole and fumbled. Yeah. That play was open on the outside, but then he never ran it again all year until the Vanderbilt game. Yeah, he was supposed to run the B gap, my memory, for my memory, but uh, he went to the A gap, I think, on that play. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that's why I say I think think the main thing we all probably are trying to say is just the lack of – because I get it, maybe not within the game, but I still feel like, uh, I still feel like from the first game, and I maybe not the first game because I think we are all on a high and like oh momentum from yeah. that game. So I would say probably from the USF game until the last game, I saw some of the same inconsistencies as far that's as that's why I give them an F in my eyes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. F you come on, F. <laughs> you know why. He said it. You know why? Because like Tim said, like you saw the same thing. There's no identity on defense whatsoever. I don't know. Like I don't see the direction. I can see the direction on offense. Okay, he wants the he has the zone run blocking scheme and then taking mm-hmm. shot downfield every once. I can see that, but on defense, I don't see a damn thing. No, I don't see it. This is it. so overall. He's the head coach. He gets an F. You have to put your players of what you have in the best situation. And I didn't see no adjustments whatsoever on defense. It's like uh, this is the like, only like, logical. Like Marshall kept getting cooked. You could have put like you said earlier. You could have put the safety on, on, on top. You could have put the linebacker underneath. Have. Marshall covered the outside and had the safety over time. You could have schemed. You could have schemed that. Like, <laughs> right. honestly. I, I just, man, he gets an F. And to lose to every single one of your rivals, I mean, every single one of them mm. in the Vanderbilt game. Don't even get me started in that game. I'm man, Latson hitting it on the. Man, this I is, thought the same damn thing. This the, is the, the only logical offense, thing defense, that you can come to. Yep. It's, yep. it's literally the only logical conclusion is that he is trying to help him get mm-hmm. that first round. Where yes. basically, basically, because look, I, I know that, they, see, this is why I try to tell you the inaccuracies, that don't mean nothing. I'm telling you right now. Because it, it just doesn't. These guys are salivating over his size, the yeah. plays that he can make, his abilities yep. to run, and they think that they can fix everybody. That's why you get drafted. That's why some of these dudes get drafted. 
And I'm telling you right now, if you don't believe that, if you think that he's not going to get drafted because he's inaccurate, you're wrong. <laughs> he yep. is going oh, to get yeah. drafted. Get but I think that they're trying to – I think they're trying to make – and even when you, like, listen to national media talk about Anthony Richardson, they're not saying some of the same things that we're saying. Like, there's some people who will say, like, oh, did you – he played a great game, and we're all like, uh <laughs> – but i think that's the only logical thing that that why he's standing tall in the pocket a lot of times and not just running because he knows that the teams know he can run he wants film yeah because he he has to come back because if any nfl team looks at this because if we're sitting here just talking about him i'm gonna tell you now he going yes i'm not denying he's gonna get drafted but just sit here and say he can't read defenses right now. He's still inaccurate. I don't his 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 lifespan in the NFL if he goes this year. I'm promise you in two to three years he's gonna be out. As in which, yeah, he can sit here and just sit here and say he'll he gonna grab 14 million off of that. But if he comes back, I don't care if he transferred to another team, but he come back and learn the defense. Instead of 14 million, he could end up making probably 20 to 40 plus million because you're going to end up being in the league longer. So would you rather have that or just go ahead and take that 14? But 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 Juice, I I disagree with that notion that he can't read defenses. If you look at AR, he actually goes to the right player. He's just inaccurate with the throw. Mm -hmm. Because look at look at that look at that third and. Look at that third and long play he threw to Douglas. All right, bet. And this this is what I'm saying. That play design, because we ran we ran um Reynolds on that bubble screen all year. That that um that that corner isn't threatened by that bubble screen, and he's been belling back. AR had to make that throw. People saying, oh, he should have threw it sooner. I'm like, no, he had to make sure that the the uh, um corner just didn't and run fight. back there. Yeah. So he had and, and when you look at that throw, that's what NFL got. We're fans. So we criticize. We're going to criticize it like crazy. Right. But yeah. a scout, an NFL scout looks at that throw. Look, look at the receiver dropping the pass because he, he he did it twice. Douglas doesn't know how to just bring the ball to his damn body. But they look at that throw and they're just salivating. They're like, oh, man. But he's you gonna know he's gonna get drafted no how later than second round. How many times I salivated over some other quarterback that that threw had a couple of nice throws and ended up. Look, Man. all I'm saying is he is not ready. I, not. Y'all can see. I he's look. Not. I get it. That young man. I don't care what nobody say. This young man is not ready for the he's NFL. Not. I don't think you can say that based off one college year though. Okay then. Saying, so, okay then. Okay then. Watch this. Okay. So now there is a reason why in college you can't in football you cannot come straight out of high school and go go straight to the league. There is a reason. One, just because of size. But you have to have that crap up here. You can do that in the NBA, but you cannot do that with football. And that young man. Still doesn't have it all the way up here yet. So you can't NFL. Yes, they will try to play and say, yes, I can try to train him. But guess what they won't do? 
They don't give them the type of leeway that you can have in college. So, again, for me, I think the best thing for him to do. Look at Andy Dalton, Juice. Yeah, 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 you can. <laughs> he done been on what, eight, eight rosters? That's what I'm saying, bro. It's not even about being a starter. Okay, all right, all right. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, it ain't even about being a starter. Level. Well, uh-uh. that's a, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, I'll yeah. fix it. <laughs> go somewhere. Ooh, no, no. We, no, no, no. <laughs> just trust me, AR just needs to. I don't care if he comes back or or he transfer, but yeah, he needs to transfer because I honestly feel like if if he comes back with us, then I don't know if Billy is going to change his philosophy for his offense or how he wants it to fit AR's um skill set. I don't know. I don't know. That one thing I can say about Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen um changed his philosophy went for for Kyle Trask. When you saw mm-hmm. Kyle you know what I'm saying? Even though it took Felipe Frace to get hurt, but yeah, that's a whole nother. Um, we all know about that, but but he well, technically, I don't know technically, really technically I don't it know took Kyle Trask to get hurt because remember, yeah, he did try to swap him out, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because I mean, yeah, you're right, Dan Mullen changed that philosophy quick. We was we was a- actually able to run until what well, we were just sitting here passing the ball all the doggone time because we couldn't run. But he schemed up, like what Rob was saying, he schemed the players open to make sure, you know, to make it easy. Well, we did have a lot of amazing talent on that offense. So, <laughs> with Kyle Pitts, yeah, I mean, it's not hard to kind of scheme some of this stuff up. <laughs> but, I mean, he did, he was able to change, though. And that's what yeah. I just want to see if, if Billy's going to be able to do, and which we won't know. And right now we're all just talking some what ifs because we won't know nothing until 2023, August or September of next year. Yeah. So 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 real quick, Tim, I know you gotta go. So what take are you going with? Like, are you going with Toreen's take of you know Napier's just getting ready for the NFL? That's why he didn't run them, or we we lost games because Billy didn't run AR enough. Like I, that's what I'm. Well, doing. I think it's a uh, both. Like I think, uh, but it, it can like, be like, are yeah, we can be. for the yeah, NFL, can. or 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 did Richardson, Billy Napier, he's just a sorry ass play caller. Like I'm trying to figure out which one it is. All the well, I, I mean, look, yeah, <laughs> look, look, man. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. That, <laughs> don't worry about it. Listen, listen. I'll tell you this. I, I'll ask you this. If you if you were, let's just say you pretend like you were a head coach and you were coaching a team and you went and played, there's 131 teams in college football and you're about to go play a team that is ranked in 90th in rush defense. Now, what would you do against this team? <laughs> okay, so Vanderbilt, we ran the ball 21 times versus the 90th ranked defense, rush defense. I'm just sorry. Like I, I yeah, can't. You, I, I cannot. <laughs> I, I just can't. I don't know. I just. I. I'm you can't wrap to your head around. Wrap my head around it. Our O line got our asses beat that game. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, y'all can't they were getting pushed around. Bro, we got Wait, okay. If you got pushed around, that could get you pushing up the inside. But guess what? If you were to start taking them shots to the outside, they can push all they want to the inside. Because guess what? Boom. That's where the it's problem that- was. Yeah, you, you only ran the ball really inside. Um, 
<laughs> I didn't see ETN had four carries. Four. That's I'm sorry. That's that's, that's that crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is I don't care if Vanderbilt is pushing you around. For him to have four carries is that's that's like Q said. Somebody should be in jail. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 Tim, but Tim, yeah. to be honest with you, every every first year head coach has that game. You, you understand what I'm saying? That was really oh, his course. first. That was really his first. Welcome to the SEC. There's no team you could, you know, take a take a a, a week off on. So he learned. You know, it, it's yeah, a good learning point for him. Because yeah, you could you could see it. Mm-hmm. The, the the whole team wasn't ready that game. Yeah, I'm that, like, damn. And me and Tim, I think we talked about that. Might have been off. I don't think it was on the show. It might have been off. But that no, was, was something that uh, wasn't. I know mm-hmm. we definitely talked about that. It was like. They wasn't prepared as well prepared for that game. Mm-hmm. And it was like he was just coming out to just try something new because he he took Vanderbilt a little bit like, you know, like mm, we should. This is a game we should win, which mm-hmm. we should. But it was like, all right, well, we're we going to try something here and just came yeah. back to bite us. And, and let's be honest, playing. even – yeah, even with all the even with all the mistakes, it you know the drop the muff punt was the the difference in the game. So yeah, even as bad that, as we oh, played, wow. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, yeah. let me ask think, you about what was that last play though? The very last play of the game. That's what I was. Well, Rich, about. Well, <laughs> that, that's doing, what I was laughing. I was like, the ball. The ball. <laughs> yeah, he basically <laughs> punted the ball. Tried to kick a yeah. field goal. <laughs> I think he was nervous because we shouldn't have got that game off anyway. That that last playoff. I don't know what the refs were smoking. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think before that yeah. too was not that good either. Well, well they, Richardson threw that. He threw a terrible pass. I mean, it was supposed to be you know get a couple of yards, throw it out. He threw it to the damn dirt. I'm like, damn. Yeah. All right. There was some. Some plays that this is, I don't know, it is, the whole thing, like I said, it never looked, it was just never looked comfortable to me. Like, so I yeah. just never seen, yeah. I just felt like, like something was just off. I, and he, tried what it circle, is, he tried to put a circle inside of a square, man. Square. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> like, honestly. All right, Y'all guys, think Dexter come back? Thing. He, he, that's a guy who I think need to come back. <laughs> See, now that's the one I actually don't mind. I mean, I think he can go. Dude, if if he leaves, we are in trouble. Oh, oh, that oh my god! Is. But I like my yeah. boy number seven though. He has been. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not what we. He hasn't commanded that presence yet. But I have seen the flashes of him. That mug on. I'm gonna tell you, he's gonna show out next year. Yeah. What's behind him? Oh, now that's the, that's that's what we have a problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, me. <laughs> you ain't lying. Bro. <laughs> oh, oh man! But I'm gonna get off here, man. Um, All right. Q, you got Q? We got, you got some eligibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might have to use you out there, Q. <laughs> Fellas, it's been a great show. Uh, remember everybody hit that like subscribe button for us also if you get a chance um on the video comment in the uh, comments that definitely helps us out to get that hit that youtube algorithm so the more likes 
um, you know, the more subscribes and the more comments we get, uh, the more we can hit that algorithm. Remember, we're trying to hit that goal of 1,000 by the end of the year. We so close, Juice. We right yeah, there. Man. We just a couple hundred. <laughs> just a couple hundred. There's a few. But we'll see. Go ahead. What's the number now? Uh, currently, I think we're about 438 last time I checked. Oh, okay. okay. Head. So, yeah, we're moving up just a couple hundred off, you know. Yeah, yeah, just a couple hundred off. There. So. <laughs> just a little bit more. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, be on the lookout, too, tomorrow. Um, try to get an early episode in, talk about some recruiting. Uh, so, um, we also, but me and Juice, we're going to hit this recruiting scene hard this year again for you guys. Uh, join yeah. us every week. We like to take a shot. So, you know, if you like to drink, hang out with us, recruiting. Every time we get a recruit, we like to take a few shots. We uh, also break down the film. I know Hugh, um, you was with us heavy last year doing that. And I love those episodes. It's a fun time. We go and break down all the recruits, uh, even if they're not coming to Florida, just based on in the state of Florida to see some of these kids and what they're about. So, yeah, I will see you guys next week. Uh, actually, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Sorry. And uh, peace. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Later, guys. Later. Later. Later.